Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I am Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Hi, Dad. Hello there. All right. Uh, yeah. Good yeah. to see you. And you too, Steve. Uh, you've been down a lot recently, haven't you? I have, I've actually. seen more of you than we usually do. <laughs> Not that we're complaining. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's been a lot of travelling and... There's something, I mean, it's not today, but usually I'm more inclined to come down when it's nice and sunny. Yes. Well, it, it started off all right this morning. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, it's but, not that I don't like coming down here. It's that when I haven't been down in a couple of weeks and it's suddenly like forecast for the weekend to be mm. like blazing hot sun. Yep. I think, God. Love to go to the beach. Yes, that's right. <laughs> well, it's lovely here in the summer, and the um, on the sunny days, it's rammed, isn't it? Oh yeah, yes, lovely. Yeah, we, we get, I I usually walk. I don't walk along the beach, but I walk along the top. People know Paul says they got a promenade, um, and uh, you look over Viking Bay, and I usually very rarely do I not take a trip. I just walk round 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 to the shops, local shops, and or just walk along the beach, not the beach, the promenade. Yeah. I don't go on the beach very often. It's too sandy. Exactly. <laughs> Gets in your shoes. <laughs> no, no, but um, in, to be honest, it's it's lovely to look over the railings at the, at the scenery. We've got some lovely scenery around here. So I do. Yes, I spend uh, quite a lot of time um, having a walk along, and wife and I too. Yeah, it's more encouraging when it's nice weather. Well, yes, it is. But um, it, 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 whether it's sun or sunny or cloudy, I'm, uh, I still do it. It's still very pleasant mm. to uh, see the sea. Well, we've had a really productive time down here, haven't we? We've been talking a lot of business. Oh yes, yes, yeah, yes. You're um, you're doing a great job. You really are. Um, the things that people are going to be seeing and, uh, and the things I'm going to be doing in the next few months and maybe years uh, are going to blow people's minds. There's some lovely stuff um, I coming feel, up. I feel very lucky and uh, in that the people I talk to and speak to about what I do and what we do and stuff, I feel very proud and grateful of what we do. Mm. for people and the services and the products and the courses and the resources that we offer people it's a real collaboration even though everyone that I speak to says what do you do and I explain and I explain you know you're the front of company I say that we're more about than Colin Bradley like it's more about Colin than, than it's you know they say oh that must be great and I'm like yeah it's more there's so much satisfaction in what we do and the fact that we come together to enable what you do mm. to get seen. Mm. And um, I just feel very grateful. I don't know. We don't really talk about the personal lives of, of it. And it's all sort of about the fronting of the business and everything and what people get, which is important. And we'll get onto stuff like that. But I kind of just want to touch on the fact that People, so people know that we are very grateful and we love what we do running this business. Mm. And it's days like today when I come down and we sit and talk 
like purely business about the way we're running things and everything it just makes me feel very grateful that that is like quote unquote a job mm. it doesn't feel like a job even no, though you have aspects right. of a job mm. in that mm. you know it takes up your time and you're running things well a lot of the time steve when we're talking and we're discussing what we discuss and new ideas it's all about making it better for mm. people out there to access us and find out about us and so it's always customer based customer orientated mm. everything we do everything we say um is all about that which is very positive there's never any negatives and uh, in life that's quite rare mm. in in work and business that's quite rare as well mm, it is um yeah. and and just so people know like the kind of conversations we have is is obviously about work and it's about business and what comes along with that but the other angle that we always come back to which you've just touched upon is people what what can we give how much mm. more can we give and how can we make this more accessible how can mm. we make it so that everyone benefits and what's the right thing to do as well that's right what is the right thing to do and there's um yeah there's a lot of conversations that we have that are, are very much about what's the right thing for people what how can they get this and achieve this and what's their experience like when they try a picture mm. and what do people think about when they want to learn to draw um the psychology of it and there's so many angles that because it's so beneficial art is so beneficial there's That's so right. many angles that we we come from we talk about it's almost like and i found this with another couple of guys that are, are helping us as well that you can sit down and you can talk for literally hours mm. about this what we do because it because the subject matter is so beneficial to people art and creativity that's right yes i totally agree with you um i'm i'm blessed that uh, i've been you know given the opportunity to broadcast something that i love myself and uh, this is how it all started of course as people know if they've read my story i just was in it for me to start with to get me um interested in a hobby that i could do it wasn't until people started saying sometime after i started when i um, moved down to broad stairs and started the gallery people used to come in and say um can you can you help us we'd love to do what you do and it, it didn't dawn on you it didn't dawn on me at the time that i could do something about that i th i just thought well yes i suppose we could and it it came from there it didn't start out as oh i'm going to teach people to to draw and paint mm. uh, but that was and i wouldn't have even believed in fact you know because um i've told you many times that i was tr people tried to persuade me to teach and i said i can't do that how can i teach i th i was thinking about teachers and people who are in that kind of um business mm. And uh, I said, no, I, I can't teach. I've got no qualifications for teaching. And I really believe that too. It wasn't just something I just said. Mm. And it wasn't until I got my arm up my back and said, well, you know, um, we, we really would like to try. So could you possibly see your way to giving us a few lessons? 
reluctantly, very reluctantly, I said, all right, okay, fine. But it was only because if they, if I hadn't done that, they wasn't going to buy the product from me. So it was a little bit, you know, arm up my back. If you, if, if Black, I want their business, I've got saying, to do Dad. something You were blackmailed. <laughs> I, you could say that. It was very nice. <laughs> I nice, know. Not no. put, put nicely, but that, that's basically what it is. And, and uh, I started off thinking, oh, well, this is last. And I gave it six weeks and that was it. I mm. said, it's only, I'm only going to do it for six weeks. That's it. Do you think that it, the reason why your passion for it has lasted so long is because it's art and it's creative and it's self-expression. Um, well, when I first started, I was doing it because I enjoyed it. It was a hobby. Had I not taken on the teaching role, I probably would have just doddled along. I don't think I would have improved. I don't think I would have searched for the pastel pencil, which I searched for. I, I don't think I would have done any of that. It would have been... Oh, yes, you know, and I probably would have still been painting now, but it would have been on the hobby basis. Mm. And um, But the fact that uh, I t- took on the role of a teacher and then I found people like what I did and they wanted to do what I did, and I had a lot of help along the way, as you know, um, turned me into uh, an art teacher. And through that, I've learned tremendous amount since then and i i don't think i'd have been anywhere near as uh, proficient as as i would have been or could have been uh, if i hadn't been um, you know persuaded in the first bit to uh, teach so you were almost held accountable in some respects to continue learning and continue keep up with it mm. because you had people to teach that's right yeah and yeah. you had a family to support and a business to run. That's right. But there is one other aspect I, start, I found I enjoyed it. I enjoyed teaching. And you weren't expecting to? No, I wasn't. Absolutely not. Um, if you could have gone back 40 years now and said, you're going to be an art teacher, teaching the world how to paint I said, don't be daft. I'd never have believed that that was possible. But here I am now um, in that uh, very grateful position. But no, I wouldn't have I, I wouldn't have expected to be a teacher. I didn't think I would become a teacher. I didn't think I was qualified to become a teacher. Um, but the fact I have now done that, and I love doing it, as you know, people know that they, when they listen to the videos, they can hear the passion in in what I do. I just it's a it's a fantastic job, mm. and I love doing it. So there it can, there you are. One thing that I I was watching the program that you recommended on Gaia ages ago mm. about the happiness thing, the Lisa What's Inspirations program. Oh yes, yes, I know. Yes, about the happiness person. Anyway, she talks about in that. Was it her father that was a dentist? And mm. when he retired, he didn't want to stop working, but he found that what he enjoyed was the intricacy of working as a dentist. Mm. So he applied that to needlework right. or needlepoint, needlepoint or something. Yeah. Mm. 
not entirely sure what it is. What is? Oh, I, I, needlepoint. It's it's um, it's when you produce a like a tapestry, right? So like type crocheting type thing. No, no, it's not crochet. No, it's 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 needlepoint. You you push the needle in, you pull it out, and you put it in and pull it out. Okay, you, you develop it that way. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Like a like a tapestry type thing. That was the side note. This needed to clarify that. But the point is that she made. She said that that's what kept him going mm. is that he found what he enjoyed from his work and carried it through mm. now i think th- th- that led me on to thinking about retirement and that you were ready to retire you had retired pretty much yes and then all of this that we do now came along right, That's right. um and that a lot of our audience and a lot of our customers and members are retired too and they're That's looking right. for that thing to mm. keep them going. Um, I don't really have anywhere to go with this other than the fact that do you, it was, I was think I was going this angle because of saying to you why it's lasted so long, like why your passion for it has mm. kept going because it, it's not felt like a job, even though there's been aspects that have made it a job. Mm. Carrying you through from retirement into this phase of your life now mm. What was that transition like? I know that when you weren't, when you had retired and then we brought you out of retirement to do this, there was an element of labor because there were still orders and stuff like that that we started off. But now it's transitioned away from that into purely artwork. That's right. What was that? How do you think that that transition has been for your, in quotes, now retirement to continue doing what? you love to do well i'm very lucky because my hands are still working my eyes are still going my voice is cracking up a bit that's the only bit of me that uh, people see or hear on a video um but i can't do much about that it might in a few years time if i really croak i might have to be silent you might have to do subtitles <laughs> <laughs> or just do, i'll 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 narrate. You can narrate. I, yes, that's right. <laughs> and now you can see Colin picking up the 101. <laughs> there he goes. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> so, I mean, this is this is very fortunate because I don't think I could have carried... Oh, well, I couldn't carry on doing what I was doing before I retired. That's travelling around, doing demonstrations all over the country, uh, workshops all over the country. And that was the thing that you found that. most difficult towards oh, yes. the end of your working I couldn't life, do it. right? I was finding that to be... Um, I was ready for reti- to retire from that, mm. but not the artwork side. I wanted to carry on doing that and would have done. Um, but now I'm, I just... I can please myself, although you put me under a bit of pressure, not deliberately, and uh, I put un- myself under pressure too to produce more pictures. But then I love doing it, and people... Um, around me you and and uh, eileen they can every spare minute i'm up there you know i've got my own little room my own little studio sorted out and people have seen that probably on the on the on the, on the box um and i really really love doing it i might break off after an hour or two hours think oh i think i'll give this a rest give me an hour and I, mm, I think I'll carry on. It's, it's a draw all the time. Now, if that had been a chore for me, I wouldn't be in that situation. But I can do it because uh, I'm able to do it. 
You know, right. the legs will carry me there, my hands will perform, and my voice will, you know, crack on, and yeah. um, I can see what I'm doing. So, and I love the mechanical side of that, you know, switching the video on and switching it off and focusing and sharpening the pencils. There's lots of things that I find really therapeutic during that procedure. So, you know, what, what, and I'm producing fabulous pictures which people are going to love or do love we know that and can follow what i do so you know how could how can you get much better than that when it was um i think we may have talked about this a long time ago but how were the pressures of when you weren't retired before retirement how did the pressure of having to travel around and a lot of the manual, the mail order, the manual jobs, how much, and the stress of having to earn money, how much did that put pressure on your love for doing artwork? Did it put any pressure on the love uh, for doing it? Did it change the way you viewed it? No, I don't think it did, no. The, the art, people who have got stress in their lives, once they turn to do something creative, that stress goes, goes away even though it might be temporary, it goes away, mm. then it comes back again. No, not really, no. I've, um, funny enough, I don't know necessarily that would apply now, but um, when I was doing the shows, the big shows in London, um, it was sort of in the 90s, I, I think we could, if we could put a time on it, we had big art shows there, the um, art material show and the hobby craft show and the big shows in the... Um, Birmingham and elsewhere now these big shows I used to say to people when, when they used to look at my work and say wow look at that I used to say do you know what I do my best work under the pressure of hundreds of people watching me do it now that didn't make sense to me at the time it still doesn't to be honest some of the best pictures, not so much now because I've superseded those pictures, but pictures were, that were done in those days, there was something special about them. One particular one, there was a cat which became massively popular. And I did that while I was during a four-day show when there were, oh, I don't know how many people, thousands of people used to come along and I used to have crowds behind me watching me. And I... and and. A lot of the time I wasn't talking. I was just demonstrating because that's what they wanted to see me do. And then I'd ask, answer questions. Now, those, that particular picture and many, many others like it were considered by me and by others who looked at it by my best work. Now, how do you explain that? Look at the stress you would think that I was under. Mm. Although I wasn't under stress because I wasn't enjoying it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's a difference between stress when you're... Oh, you know, it gets to you and stress that you you release. So I was never under any any stress because I love doing it. I love meeting people. To start with, it was when I first started doing them. Yes, that was stressful. Mm. But um, it, within a show or two, I got into a routine and I loved it. I looked forward to it. Mm. So no, there was no stress doing it when I was doing that. As far as traveling around the country concerned, well, that was really workshops. And in situations like that, I'd already done a picture because they used to have a picture 
ready. I used to have it all ready for them. So I'd already done the picture. It was redoing it. But then I got my pleasure out of seeing other people um, you know, do their pictures. And um, you get you know, a dozen people in a workshop all hold their picture up at the end, you know, and you think, wow, you know, I'm responsible for that person. Uh, I see where you're coming from. Doing it. Yeah, there was a lot of fulfilment yes. in that phase of your... Yes, that's what you've got to find, I think, in, 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 in life. You've got to find that sense of fulfilment. And, if it, and uh, I'm just I'm very grateful that all of that has happened. Mm. Interesting. Okay, all right. I don't know, I wanted to go down that, well, I'm sure it's because I thought that would be know. really. I was interested in hearing a bit more about that. Maybe we'll touch upon that in another episode. I think it's possible as well. As I get older, I kind of, I, I guess, I think this is always the case with your children, parents, is that you have a different insight into their lives, mm. like an insight of the technicalities of living your life the way you lived it or live it but specifically that portion of your life as i approach the age that you were yep in that thing you can't help but have a bit of like in wanting to know more about that's right do you know do you know i'm going with this i'm not phrasing it very well but it's Mm. like trying to put myself in your shoes Mm. that's right and because i'm also self-employed and because of the acting and the pressures that i found on that I stopped enjoying the professional acting when it became too much of a job because mm. it took the enjoyment out of it a little bit for me that I wanted to project that onto your situation and think, it was that the same for you? But it was different. It was different. A dynamic, the whole dynamic is mm. different because there the industry is different. There were, there were parts of it which I didn't like. I didn't like the travelling mm. in the end. Is that because you were away well, uh, and had, the hassle of yes, it. Yes, that's right. Yes, one one of the worst jobs I had really was when I went up to the the Birmingham, the NEC, and I had to take my all my equipment up there and park the car and get the not only the equipment but all the products I so because I used to, it was a one man band I used to do it all myself, and I that I used to dread that. When it was coming up, I knew I had to do it because of the financial side. You know, it was, it was, it paid the bills, mm. but I didn't enjoy that at all. That was getting in and out of that uh, NEC is a nightmare. Parking is a nightmare. And you had to oh. take the money as well and do all yeah, of that absolutely. and sell the products. Once you were there, sitting down at my easel, painting my pictures, I was fine. All that, all the while that was going on, but when you it's all the kerfuffle and all the fuffing about that you've got to do. No, I didn't. I didn't enjoy that side of it. Yeah, I remember hearing you on, talking to you on the phone, and it would you'd go up the day before it all started, and you'd set up on a Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? Yes, that's right, Wednesday usually. And then it would all kick off, and yep. you definitely. I remember the conversations of you saying, "No, we'll start. It's all set up, and it all kicks off tomorrow." And then, some many times coming to see you with mum. I'm taking this up and seeing you on the Sunday and the amount of work you had to do to dismantle it or mm. put it all away. That's right. You know. No, I don't miss any like, of that. Yeah, I remember, <laughs> I remember that it looked a lot that you were doing. Yeah. And those last few moments when it starts to wind down on the Sunday, 
is just chaos. It's a nightmare. Everyone. Everybody wants to get home at the same time. Yes. When you when you start off on a show like that, you get a whole day. You know, you, people arrive during the morning and then the afternoon and some in the evening. And uh, it's sort of spaced out, really. You, you know, the time is, is okay. You've got the time, even though it's a pain. It's a time. But, of course, when the show finishes at five o'clock, everybody goes at the same time. And, uh, and I remember, as chaos. you're packing away, I have a very a vivid memory of people wanting to still buy stuff as you're packing away. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going, yes, of course, no problem, thinking in your head, I want to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I remember people holding packs and being like wanting to say to you, "Can I just buy it?" And you're yes, trying right. to. That's all right. Of course, madam, oh, or sir. Ha- of course. Happy days, not. <laughs> <laughs> happy to service you, customer. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. uh, it's yeah, very funny, very funny. No, I don't look on, back on those days uh, with relish. I, 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 you have to do it. You have to do it. It's part of your job. People come to see you, you know, and. Um, you have to do you have to perform i'm sure that applies to all people in all um you know actors singers i'm sure there's part of their job is the traveling around performing night after night it must be a night i wouldn't be able to do it Hmm. i wouldn't be able to do that Hmm. so doing what i do now is absolute piece of cake (laughs) (laughs) um Let's talk about some other things. The recently, uh, you've taken up watercolor again. That's right. And this is a big deal. And um, let's talk about what it's been like for you to get back into that. Hard, I've got to say. When I when we were talked about this, um, because I I'd done quite a lot of watercolors early on, didn't I? And they they've been. And you've been putting them on the member side, of course, and then you've been putting them on Udemy. And the reaction we've had from the other platforms have been terrific. And you said to me, you know, watercolour would really go well. Now, I was reluctant because I'm really happy doing my pastel pencils. I'm I know you are. I really love it to bits. And to put them down and pick up paintbrushes again and um, get my watercolours out and so on. I thought, oh, no, do I want to do it? So I resisted it for a while, but we got to the point when I, when it was obvious that I had to do something because this was something was needed. Uh, there was a, a market for it, for my kind of watercolour, which is different from everybody else. And um, anyway, we did the... the experimental one that went out uh, two three weeks ago now went on two weeks ago the boat in the landscape that went mm. on to the youtube mm-hmm. because it was an experiment we said oh you know let's let's give it a go and because uh, i was i was all for just saying to you what do you think of this it was only the setup we wanted we wanted it was, to see how it, was, it looked we were trialing and a That's new right. yeah a new setup and i wasn't keen on it actually being released but mm. you said to me oh, well i no, i think it's quite good dad i was reluctant but i said okay well give it as a freebie on youtube you know let's put it on there and see what happens it's gone ballistic can't believe it in two weeks it's five thousand nearly five thousand views I mean, where did that come from? Mm. So, as I said to you, well, hang on, that means we really ought to do more. So, um, the decision was made. I got my watercolours out and the paintbrush, and I'm enjoying it. It's it's great. It, it's all coming back to me again. And 
um, we've got um, well, two or three now that uh, are in the bag. They'll be coming out. And I am back into it again now. So I should be doing some watercolour, but I shall also be doing a lot more pastel pencil work. Do you think that um, your watercolour's changed since um, having that break? Uh, not a lot. Uh, I found that... Uh, you see, the, the the relationship between the pastel pencil and the watercolour is very similar. It started out when I was doing watercolour and decided to do the pastel pencil, more in the landscape work. It's all landscape work with watercolour. I was... Um, I used to... I, when I went to pastel pencils landscape, I kind of did my watercolour. I did it like I did with watercolour. That's how I got the techniques for the pastel pencil. Mm. Um ironed out so what i've done is reverse that back again but because i've done a terrific amount of pastel pencil work now that's influencing my watercolor mm. so i'm getting i'm getting i am getting a different look mm. slightly i Not think much, i think it has changed a bit if i'm honest seeing your Do watercolor you think so? yeah and i think that uh, especially the last one that you did a scotney I, I put a little picture of behind the scenes on instagram um that I wonder if people will see that. But I think the other thing that's helped is we've done a similar thing with the watercolour that we did with the past pencil in that we've... I've tried to encourage a few more colours to be used. Hmm. And I think... Uh, so So there's a full... You you have the the 24 set of Windsor & Newton Cotman set. Hmm. Yep. And we've got... We sell all the half pans of the 40 colours... Mm-hmm. So you got an extra sixteen colours, and that Scotney one used a few extra colours. That's right. And I think that's going to um, change some of your watercolour too. But I think in general, before that, again, difficult to just to explain. I just think it was slightly different, slightly yes. changed. Mm. You, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's definitely influenced something. I think some yes, there's there's, there's got to be, isn't it? All of, whatever you do. Is all experience. Your your experience doing um, pastel pencil work it, it rubs off onto watercolor. Watercolor rubs off onto pastel. For me, mm-hmm. because there are similarities between the two. As I said, my watercolor, my watercolor work is my own. The nearest I've ever got to seeing watercolor work like it is Quinton. That's probably why I was attracted to him because he. Um, early part of this uh, last century now and he did a lot of uh, my kind of work so I kind of um, I kind of look at his work and I can see my kind of work in it not that I actually started out that way when I started doing my watercolour work it was my work I, I wasn't influenced by anybody because no one did it like me yeah it's not until later when I saw other people think, oh, well, he did it, but you don't find it today. You don't find watercolour work being done like that today. Mm. Probably because it's too time-consuming. A watercolour generally can be done in half an hour, an hour. Right. Usually, or maybe a couple of hours, because I know a lot of my friends, watercolour friends, you know, Keith Fennick, Terry Harrison, um, Charlie... I can't read his name now, Charlie somebody. Anyway, a lot of these people, my contemporaries, when I used to do the shows, they'd finish a watercolour, you know, in a day. You know, it'd all be done. Yeah. Terry Harrison was 
was a little bit more like I did. He he worked um, tighter. Yeah. Um, so he was sort of very similar to the kind of work that I do. But I didn't know that at the time. Yeah, when you first started, you just did what you did. I, I didn't know that. You know, no, I, I just did my own thing. Mm. But I do love the way I do the watercolour is the way I like to do it. And we know that people are buying them. They're buying them on Udemy, and uh, of course, they're very popular on the the uh, member site. And uh, I've got to say, it's very satisfying to watch. Is it? Oh, yeah, interesting. to watch you work with a watercolor brush. Yeah. It is very satisfying. Mm. Um, in some ways, therapeutic. Yes, I suppose it would be. Yes, it is for me too. Because you're mixing mixing colours mm. with a pastel pencil, you pick up a red and you pick up a brown and you pick up a, a white. That's an, an immediate colour. And I do. I know I do a lot of mixing, mm. um, but when you've got a watercolour, you put a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and just swirl it all together, and it makes another colour up. It, it, even though I know the picture's coming going to come out great um, because I've seen the finished picture, still watching the footage back, there is an element of nervousness. <laughs> Is there? But, uh, I, even though I know it's going to turn out great, but I think it's because you're a bit like, I mean, I know you know what you're doing, but when you're mixing a colour and you're putting it on and, and like with water, you have to keep it going until mm. it dries, more so with you in the filming because the lights are going right. to dry it out That's quick. Right. So I was on the edge of my seat a couple of times thinking, <laughs> "That's come on, he's doing it, he's doing it like what? you know this color is that going to be the right is color that, for is it is that drying out it's drying out yeah, too quick keep the bead going <laughs> now i'm gonna to have to speed this up a little bit uh viewers because the lights are drying it out and i'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but that was yeah it was satisfying it was satisfying watching well, this it is, come together this is why it's quite hard watercolor is hard and people but it's but it is a it's a it's a, the most popular medium there is so how do you explain that um but you're quite right. I don't even think about that. I just splosh, splosh it on and that's it. I don't know if anyone else is out there like me watching it with a little bit of excitement. <laughs> <laughs> well, the um, the Scotney Castle one, when you see that, you haven't edited it yet, but you're going to. And when you see that, that will really make you sit up and I think, oh my goodness me, what's he doing? Yeah. Because there's a lot of, it's a lot of preliminary work with that. It looks awful. When you first start, you think, oh, it looks terrible. And then it gets a little better. Then it gets a little better. Ah, I can relax now. You can relax. (laughs) 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 So, and and the latest one I'm doing, um, I'm I'm nearly finished it now. Uh, This is the next one. I'm doing a trilogy of three initially. Yeah. uh, So that they can go out on the member site and bits of it on. But these are all... um, very good landscapes you know i like i i don't really like pictures that don't have a lot of um uh content you know an open field with a tree in the middle and and a little bit of sky i don't like that 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 doesn't interest me i've got to have a building there and i've got to make the building with with a, a tiled roof and you know what i mean so i love content and i love packing them in so um yeah now with the scotney you used a, a, some pastel pencil at the end of it right at the end yes yes which ones did you use did you use faber or did you yes. use other brands no i think i used faber 
I only used a few. There wasn't many. Because, because to be honest with you, you didn't need it. The yeah. actual picture, when you see it at the end, because um, I show it right at the very end, I say, now I've finished the watercolour. But if you'd like to, we can just make some enhancements with the pastel pencil. And that's all it's for, really. Mm. And uh, I just put a little bit more on. I didn't put as much on as I did with the, the other Scotland Castle one I did. Um, I, I used a lot more because I try, and I'm going to try here too, to use very little pastel Yeah, as an optional extra, really. Mm-hmm. I think it's nice that uh, people can do it. There are certain benefits to it, and you can see that. Uh, once you look at the before and after, you can see that those little touches that I put in with the pastel pencil have just enriched it just a bit more. But the purest watercolour wouldn't need to do that. You could just leave it as watercolour. Mm. Okay. Okay, good. Excellent. All right. Uh, I think that's been very insightful. Good. I think. I hope people have found this really interesting. Um, yeah, I think we'll leave it there for this episode. As we always say, there's a lot coming. We've had some really good discussions today. And um, we'll do another podcast soon i think i'm down next in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. so we can do another one then lovely and talk well, all the watercolors will be done by then steve so i can i can give you the run 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 down on on it and you can tell me when you edit that scotney castle one you say how many um you know babies you had while you were watching it. <laughs> <laughs> how nervous i got how yeah, sweaty how i got watching got. it yeah that's right <laughs> all right i hope everyone's enjoyed this episode Uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy Enjoy your week. week.